two disc double feature Shriek pack. Flesh for the beast. December 23rd, 2020. This is Rare Encounter, encounter number 24. Three-timing the Sonozakis and walking the path of explosion, I'm Abel Kirby. And cramming Christmas chocolates like they're going out of style, I'm Cold Acid. How you doing, Cold? Uh, not too bad. Looking forward to tomorrow's half-day ending. Yeah? And then getting like a whole week without having to do any sort of work. Yeah, yeah. I'm looking forward to that, too. I'm going to have a long weekend, but I'm still, I'm working tomorrow. But I'm just going to clock out when I feel like it and uh, take the rest of the week off. Yeah, same thing, well, same thing next. I get all the next week off. Yeah. I'm, uh, I'll, I'll be working 28th through the 31st also, so. But, you know, it's yeah, just going to be. for you. It's just going to be me, uh, probably the only guy in the office, <laughs> honestly. It'll probably be kicking out early every day because I don't care. <laughs> but that's it. That's what holidays are for. You come in late and leave early. That's true. This time of year. Uh, so we got some stuff going down in Baltimore. I don't know if you saw uh, the news I put in my notes, but this was the big news today. I saw this on the TV when I was uh, getting my coffee this morning, or this uh, later this morning. And uh, there was a big explosion at the BGE building, which is... So BGE is the Baltimore Gas Electric Company. And... They had uh, all on the news. They had the there's an explosion up allegedly on one of the top floors above floor ten. They said they couldn't exactly say where it was, and they had the scaffolding. And you can imagine just the you know the the window washer scaffoldings dangling precariously from the uh, the wires holding them up. And they had to rescue the guys off there. And it turns out the roof partially collapsed, and the the whole thing was a big mess. And wow. The first thing I could think of, and I'm sure everyone else said was, oh, yeah, that's a freaking karma, man, because BGE has been blowing up houses in Baltimore all year from gas uh, mains failures, and they they keep brushing off uh, the responsibility for everything, too. So earlier this summer, they had a whole row of houses exploded from a gas leak, and BG, BG&E got in there, and they said, oh, well... Uh, it looks like, uh, despite the fact everything's blown up, we've concluded that it wasn't our fault and uh, has nothing to do with us. It was customer equipment that got blown up. So I guess the people living in those houses should have uh, known better to uh, to take care of their own gas uh, service instead of letting BGE, who I think should be responsible, uh, manage that. But they said, well, you know, as soon as it gets past the meter, we don't care. We don't care if it blows you up or not. We're not liable. And so tough was kind of their standing. Um they even sent out a pamphlet to everyone. I got one, too, where they said, hey, you know, uh, make sure that if you smell gas, call someone. It was basically all it said. And it didn't talk about anything really substantial, like if you are if you haven't had your uh, place inspected in so many years, maybe you should have it done. They didn't mandate, uh, you know, these, these apartments that you're being, uh, they're leasing out, they're renting out. Maybe they should have periodic expect, uh, inspections, maybe even between tenancies, you know. But they, they didn't do anything. They just kind of wrote it off. And then finally, karma comes around. The BGE building exploded. So that's, uh, that's Not to I'm the right same now. level as those houses, though. No. And I shouldn't be too uh, glib about it. People died in the, in the uh, Den, not the Denver, the Baltimore explosions this summer. Um, but the, uh, I think they, they had a couple people in the uh, ER... Um, I'm looking at the news article right now to try and get the updated count. At first, it was like three or four. At first, they said there was two people. Now, it looks like there 21 people got injured, and some people had kind of minor injuries, and it sounded like one or two of them got pretty hurt. Um, thankfully, no one died. But this summer, like I said, they were blowing up houses. I mean, not intentionally, but it kind of got to me. I, I saw this in the news, and they said, well, it's not our fault. I guess this one's not their fault either. They say it wasn't a gas explosion or something to that effect. The reason they had to keep saying it wasn't a gas explosion is because when people see BGE, an explosion, in the same uh, sentence, they immediately assume BGE's blowing people up again. But, <laughs> so I got to see the press Good conference. Lord. We got the new mayor of Baltimore, and he's got a funny look. I put a picture of him inside. Um, so far, he hasn't done anything, um, I don't know, worth ridicule yet. Um, I'm cautiously optimistic, but it, 
the history of Baltimore mayors is a history of people not serving out their terms because they get arrested halfway through or they have to resign. You know, that's what happened to the last couple of people who were in there. So we'll see. Anyway, that's the... If he serves out the term or not. Yeah, but he has to get this afro. And I, I was trying to pin what this guy looks like he's from. And while I was getting ready for the show, it hit me. He looks like he's out of a Shimagami Tensei game. <laughs> that's what he looks like. Just and, and when you see him moving, too, he kind of acts like it, too. So I said, oh, yeah, that's what it is. It's like that's his RPG party, you know, in that picture. I put that in the show notes for everyone. But that's it. That's the big news in Baltimore today, and uh, that's what's been keeping... Uh, that's what's been on the TV, you know. Yeah, this is the first time hearing about it. Yeah. Well, there was some other stuff I was looking at, too. We had a nice documentary I saw on this guy named Eddie Goldfarb. You ever yeah. hear that guy? He was a toy inventor. I'm sure they... they I've heard of him before, too. I'm sure they do a little documentary or news story on him uh, every once in a while, but he was a very prolific toy inventor, and went off and he would design after he went into the Navy and he got back for after World War II and ended up just designing his toys and he would patent them and he had this, has this whole laundry list of toys that he's invented and uh, including some that I know, you know, the most famous one I think is the uh, Yakety Yak Teeth, which is the chattering wind-up teeth. Oh yeah, I, I've seen those. Yeah, they're in Toy Story. And he also had uh, Kerplunk and some other things. So I went and grabbed the uh, you know, a clip of him talking about, this was the clip from the documentary, which is from the New Yorker. Uh, I put a YouTube link in there and, you know, the New Yorker, you can take it or leave it, I guess. But uh, I like this, uh, this material they put out for him. Where he's, This is just uh, Eddie Goldfarb talking about um, visualizing the manufacturing process as he's inventing. I, I like this clip. When I first get an idea of something, I think I'm very lucky. I'm able to visualize it and even visualize how to make it. And even today when I make a new item, I visualize how I'm going to build it step by step. And so that's what it sounds like. You know, he's, he's in his 80s, I think. So he's up there. But he's very, um, when you hear him talk, he's, he's all there. You can tell. Um, and they show him in his shop. He's actually working on stuff. You know, it looks like he's doing pretty well. But he's in a retirement community and still inventing things, still writing things. That was kind of cool. But for uh, for effect, I went and grabbed some old uh, commercials for some stuff. Yeah, I think, would you say Bay- Beyblade? Essentially, yeah. Yeah. Um, Battling tops. He came up with, um, I forget exactly what he came up with. It might have been the top launcher or something. Um, he also Appar- had... apparently battling tops is credited to him, mm-hmm. and uh, I mean essentially, looking at it, it's like the predecessor to Beyblade. Yeah, the um, I get I get some clips just to bring us up a notch here. I think this is from the 90, 80s or nineties. This is an at no Kerplunk was from the sixties, I think, but the, it's been marketed for decades. This is I think it's a nineties version of the commercial that was kind of fun to listen to. Start with the sticks, lots of uh, 80s. making a bed where the marbles go. You don't want those marbles, not at all. So pick a stick, but don't let them fall, because if it goes kerplunk, just sunk. Kerplunk from Tycho. There you go. If it goes kerplunk, no. you're sunk. But you don't want those marbles, <laughs> you know? He also had another one. This one was kind of funny. He had Roy Rogers uh, advertising a hat. In the, the way this is, works is it's like a cowboy hat where it it, it uh, has a gun that'll pop out and shoot you. So it's like the original helmet gun. And uh, I got a Sweet. little clip of uh, the commercial for that one. This is an old one. Partners, how would you like to surprise your pals like that? Well, you can with my new Roy Rogers quick shooter hat. It's by ideal. And here's how the quick shooter hat works. Just press this secret button right here, and a replica of an authentic Western pistol pops out and fires. <laughs> <laughs> just had to put in the uh yeah oh what are they oh, that was it? the that wilhelm was, scream that was in the original what are you talking about <laughs> no i mean like they they had to use the wilhelm scream nah, in that nah, eh? I, I put that one in there is oh you did yeah i could have swear that was actually in there yeah i added that one oh, okay no I, I tricking me yeah yeah let's see what else um eddie goldfarb wikipedia had a stat I don't know, as well, we're going through the, the bullshit topics at the beginning of the show. We had Wikipedia has the, their pop-up season, as, as we know, Wikipedia begging season continues. Um, but they have a 
stat that they gave in one of these pop-ups where it says, this isn't a paywall. We'll cut to the chase. 98% of Wikipedia's readers don't give. And I believe they're talking about people who see the uh, use Wikipedia but don't donate to Wikipedia, I suppose. Um, the, the claim is that 2% of Wikipedia's readers do give money to Wikipedia. Does that sound plausible to you? I think it sounds plausible. I mean... I mean, it's it's within error of or what's it er, margin of error of one percent, which is generally the rule of thumb for how many people will donate to something that's free. Well, it, it's been it's been brought up on it's been brought up on no agenda a few times of, by Adam. Of all Wikipedia readers, though, of all Wikipedia, yeah, I can readers. believe it. I don't know. I think it's dubious. I think that that's a marketing kind of thing. Um, there's, there's, seems like there should be more to it than that because I don't believe two percent, two percent of all Wikipedia viewers donate to Wikipedia. I don't know. That sounds um, outstanding if it's true, but I, it doesn't pass the smell test for me. It makes me sound like they, it makes me wonder if it's a, uh, if it's something they fabricated to try and get you. Uh, you know, if we put this statistic, they're more likely to get a get a donation, a conversion. You know. I don't know. Maybe. A skeptical. I think it could be legit. Hmm. Of all the... I mean, Wikipedia is a huge site in terms of uh, uh, just unique views every single month. Uh, I wonder what that is. How many unique views does Wikipedia get in a, a month or a year? They publish that, right? I have no idea, but they probably do. Maybe what it is is 2% and 2% of users... Are both are not just donators, but also editors. Maybe it's it, they're combining all that number together. Oh yeah, because that's say, still giving, even if it's not, it's giving your time instead of money, but it's giving. Yeah, I think that might be it. I think you've cracked the nut here. Yeah, it's, it's possible. It's one of the fifteen most popular websites as ranked by Alexa. They they get an astronomical amount of traffic. Um. Yeah, it's got to be that. It's got to be a very small minority that either gives or contributes in any way. I bet they count giving as any kind of contribution, whether it's a an edit. So if you go to someone's page and, and edit and play in a... What do they call it? The Wikipedia vandalism? You put a hoax up uh, on someone's page instead? You know, fake info? Yeah. Well, I was giving. Just say you were giving. I was giving. I was giving fake news, but I was giving. <laughs> So what's going on up in uh, Carnadar? Oh, we're going into lockdown uh, tomorrow morning. Oh, have fun. Yeah. Just in time for your uh, holiday weekend. Yeah, 14 days, 14 weeks, 14 years. Yep. We'll get that curve flattened eventually. Oh, <laughs> uh, well, we'll see. I don't know. Yeah. Things, are, things are pretty calm out here. Like, nothing's different. It's just the same. Uh, same as it was last month. The only thing... Same actually, as it the, ever was. Yeah. Same as it's been all summer since I think August. Um, every time they come out, they'll make a, they'll uh, make an announcement. Oh, there's some new, you know, Governor Hogan will be on on TV. It'll make some proclamation, but then nothing changes. Like it's lip service. Nothing actually changes. Just the same thing as last week. Yeah, that's no surprise. It'll be some like lame thing. Like, oh, here's a bunch of uh, stats that that justifies. We have to. We're really serious about this, and so that's why uh, we're changing. Uh, you know, uh, last call is going to move from one this hour to another hour. It's like, well, okay, but that that's doesn't really affect day to day life. It's just uh, just putting it to the bartenders, I guess. But I don't know. Now we're talking about COVID, which we're not supposed to do. Yeah, let's change the topic. <laughs> let's talk about anime. Uh, somehow that's worse. <laughs> uh, what have you been watching for anime then? Take so I've I've finished up a Journey of Elena. Uh, sport climbing girls, uh, the uh, the slime trainer anime, and I got one more episode under the belt for Prisma Ilya. So oh. I'm up I'm up through episode six now. Well, I got up uh, to episode nine of um, Journey of Elena, so I've been watching that one too. That was yeah. um You you've been bugging me a little bit for that, uh, but uh, good job. It, it's put, it's it my show episode. of the season. Yeah, it was good. Um, I kind of mm -hmm. saw what was going on you know, uh, before it happened, but, you know, it was still fun. Yeah. 
it, it is a mood well, whiplash kind of show, though, huh? Yeah, it'll go from one thing to the next, right? It's, yeah. uh, they're definitely pushing for a second season. Uh, with the way the ended, uh, the way the end of the show, at the end of episode twelve, it's definitely like uh, a teaser for for a new season with a new character journeying along with Elena. <laughs> the journey of Elena Plus. Yeah. Yeah. There's a, a couple of these are ending pretty soon. Day I Became God's ending. Uh, last episode is coming up. It'll yeah. air by the time next uh, the, our next episode's on the thirtieth. It'll be out before then, so that that show will be completely over. This one's, mm, let's say, it's not uh, getting the the warm reception that some of uh, some of the other key shows have gotten. It seems like in the last, uh, the it seems like they're shoving a lot of material in the last uh, couple episodes. So now they have twenty two what twenty five minutes left to to wrap everything up in a satisfying way, and because we're at the penultimate episode and there was no conclusion. There's not even a hope of a conclusion in the in it, and so he's like, "Well, they're going to have to wrap this up in 25 minutes, and I don't think that they can do it in a satisfying way. This is going to be a pretty disappointing ending, is what all signs are pointing to." So they had the first oh, half man. of the first half of the show. Actually, the first uh, three quarters of the show was all slice of life, kind of comedy, and like every other episode was funny. You know, they had a little bit of plot sprinkled in but it was really just the all the characters hanging out and, and you know doing fun things uh not quite cute girls doing cute things i mean it's like a it's like a sitcom situation um where they yeah. did a, they do an episode about uh that made fun of the restaurant tv shows they did a sports episode they did a movie episode you know and uh then what happened is uh the uh, the main character i put some pictures of her the girl with the the pink hair um gets her uh the the government comes for her and they take her and they do something to her and now she's uh she's not quite brain dead but she's uh pretty close and uh the main character spends half the summer looking for her, or actually he doesn't he, he just kind of hangs out and then someone tells her where he is where she is and so the last one last episodes he's been impersonating a nurse or a doctor at a hospital uh that's taking care of her and it's not quite working i think the way the writer wants it to so we'll see it's, oh, a, it's a shame so, i was hoping still i was holding out for that angel beats uh backdoor uh thing for a while and yeah it didn't seem like it was gonna happen so they became god uh, we'll give it the last episode we'll see what it can do with the with the material it has but i don't see it going anywhere great just depressing but yeah well you win some you lose some yeah uh going on to another one of the series that i was mentioning Iwakakuru, Sport Climbing Girls, it's over. It's completed. And did it uh, wrap up uh, in any satisfying way, or is it just... Uh, it's, it's they won! Woohoo! Well, that's fun. Yeah, I, I'm not sure if it'll get another season. It's, they, seem to, they seem to have wrapped it up nice. That's good. So it was 12 episodes total? Yeah. Yeah. And so the final verdict, this is a recommend? or a... Yeah, this is a good show. If you like cute girls doing cute things or you're into, uh, or you're into climbing sports, it's, uh, it's a fun show to watch. Well, I was digging into a couple other things. I was looking at some visual novels uh, over the last week. Yeah. And I dug into one that was a new release, actually. Uh, I think it just came out on the... Was it the 18th or something? I think it just came out over the weekend um, called Riddle Joker, and it was a release from a company I wasn't that familiar with, uh, Yuzusoft, which is the, the vendor, but then the translation company was uh, Nekonyan, which is a localization company. And what they did is they uh, translated it into English, and they have it on all these major stores. So they pushed it out to the uh, Jast USA store. It's available there. Um, I think that's where I bought it from. Um, it's on like Dempasoft. It's on, um, it's on Faku actually, which is I don't know. I didn't know they sold visual novels. Uh, it's also on Steam, and uh, I'm always gonna have my blanket recommendation: don't buy anything on Steam. Well, not anything at all, at least. Yeah, I'm, I'm because everybody now charges extra for uh, for 18 plus Steam patches. It's either DLC or you have to buy on another site, and yeah, it's such a pain in the ass. Yeah, the, the um. 
Nekunian does not charge for the patch. Uh, oh, that's I, good. I still recommend don't buy anything on Steam. Uh, it's, it's Steam's been grading on me for a long time, and uh, I'm, I think I'm pulling the plug on it. I, I just don't want anything to do any... I haven't had it installed for years. I'm like, I, I'm just going to try and avoid using Steam for the rest of my life. I think I'll be happier that way. Especially when Apparently it's... Apparently Nekunian is a publisher for it everywhere but Russia. Oh. Including Japan. That's I'm just looking at the VNDB page for the game. Oh, or yeah. for Riddle Joker. I didn't notice it was localized differently in Russia. But yeah, so far it's been fun. Um, it's... I, I think I got a normal ending over the weekend, and then I went back and I, I didn't quite... Uh, I kept changing my mind, you know, you get in a VN, you make some choices, and then you kind of change which direction you want to go halfway through the, uh, halfway through the, uh, the common route. As, well, I did that, and I ended up with the, <laughs> I got the, uh, the nothing ending, so I didn't get any of the branches, so I just finished the common route with nothing. But, uh, get back into it, I'll play one of the routes at least. Um, the common route was kind of long, um, I mean, it wasn't the longest I've ever read through, but there was one of those times i was sitting there reading and reading the uh, riddle joker and i said wow i've been here for like hours i looked at my looked at the time i said geez i just completely lost track of uh where i am or what i'm supposed to be doing i've just been reading this thing so that hasn't happened in a while so i don't know if that's a uh an endorsement i guess uh, i was having some fun reading it um, especially for a common route you know sometimes they can be kind of dull yeah but so far uh i grabbed one screenshot of uh character at a swimming pool the uh oh the premise of the game i should mention uh it's a pretty cliched premise it's been done a bunch of times it's a secret agent uh it's a high school student uh protagonist who's secretly a secret agent he's infiltrating the uh this uh school for kids with uh, mute like superpower mutation sorts of things um so it's not quite x-men first class but it's also uh you know, this is something we've seen a dozen times in different VNs before. So it's the premise is, is you know, uh, it, it makes the up for, usual the usual VN wish fulfillment sort of thing. Oh yeah, and the uh, I'm trying to think of like uh, like Devil on the G string. I think had the same premise, and um, there were a couple other ones. I, I just can't think of the names now. Where it's like, oh, you, th that's it. The protagonist is just a secret secret agent, undercover. Um. Yeah, I think the characters make up for the that, and I guess that's why you read a VN anyways. Is the, the characters have to really pull it forward out of the the premise. So that's been fun. Yeah, there's good characters, and uh, I don't. I'll, I'll come up with an update when uh, I finish a route or something. All right. What else do we have on the docket today? Oh yeah, uh, I'm going to talk about some light novel stuff. Oh sure. So so because of uh, because of. Kimi no Boku no Saigo no Senjo, right? Our Last Crusade or The Rise of a New World. I started buying and reading the light novel series that it's based on. So I'm working my way through the third book right now. It looks like it looks like the anime is uh, is going through the first four volumes of the light novel series, based on uh, based on what I've read to so far and just how the anime has gone. So it looks like. Like, right now, I'm about where, like, in the middle of the previous arc, not this one that's, uh, that's currently going on. It's, uh, it's pretty decent. Who's, um, so, just to back up for a second, um, is this, who's the, uh, the illustrator for this? The illustrator, uh, I should have, I should have brought the book down to the, down to the desk with me. It just looks for. I was looking at a picture of some of the covers. It's, oh, it looks like someone I, I recognize, but I don't. I can't put my finger on it. Uh, I'm gonna. It's I'm gonna, gonna bug me now. I'm gonna pop open uh, the book of knowledge. <laughs> uh, written by K. Sasane, illustrated by Ao Nakunabe. I don't recognize the name. Hmm. Oh well. I'm gonna. It's a little Look up diversion. the name as well. Maybe it's uh, worked on something else I recognized. Oh, well, that's fun. Uh, I was looking at uh, trying to get digital copies of uh, ebook reading software on my computer and uh, try and set up a library kind of system where I could use a device to check it out off the, the network and read my own book out of my own library. 
uh, instead of using someone else's app. There's a couple options, but uh, I don't know. I've been experimenting with it. I'm trying to get something working on this Synology NAS so that I can, uh, you know, like all my like my music library. I just want to manage it myself. Have you heard of Battle Divas? Nope. Okay, I've because apparently that's something else that uh, that this artist is illustrated. Is that like battle athletes? <laughs> Probably not. <laughs> oh boy. Yeah, for stuff for me, I, I watched some uh, Konosuba dub. Uh oh. I was meaning to uh, to check that out, and I eventually got to it. And I took a couple clips just to uh, let me find my. I'm supposed to favorite this folder before the show. Okay, so we got, uh, there's not a lot. I had, uh, I got Mega Man. Say the word and we shall walk the path of explosions together! Yeah. Yeah, that she sounds totally wrong for uh, She was fine. I thought it was great. Actually, the dub is excellent. Um, the way that they, they cast it, I'm completely fine with. Uh, I think when you watch it in context, it's, it's actually great, uh, uh, it's the comedy all lands. The jokes are funny. The English translations of the jokes like don't miss anything. Is uh, in fact, yeah, some but, of them, like darkness. <clears throat> darkness, I think, is a much better character when you hear her in English. Um, I never liked her much when I watched the dubbed version or the uh, subtitled version. But when you, when she's in saying everything in English uh, with all their double entendres and kind of weird weird way she says everything, it's uh, well hit me with a darkness fun. dub. Uh, I didn't grab any. All I got was. Yeah. Uh, I only grabbed stuff from the first two episodes on for clips, but all, all I got well, was a. Uh, yeah. uh, well, Mega I think Man, that I think. voice for Megaman would be better for darkness. So Megaman should be sounding a lot younger. Well, I think she's fine. Ah, that's just like your opinion, man. I don't know Bakura, if you knew, but the Bakura. inside of a frog is both stinky and cozy. Eh, stepped on you with that one. That sounds better for Megaman. Well, that was Mega Man. I don't know if you knew, but the inside of a frog is both stinky and cozy. <laughs> I got a clip of Aqua screaming, I think. I can't remember who this was. This was the Mayo. Unleash the mayonnaise! <laughs> <laughs> right, filter a little. I was going to put Oh that. my, how lewd! I should have actually put that on my board. <laughs> Unleash <laughs> the mayonnaise. There we go. Now it's on my board. Unleash the mayonnaise! <laughs> My, how lewd. Oh, boy. <laughs> well, what else do we got on the rundown? I threw some garbage on there that we got through. Um, and I was uh, I was on a couple of voicemails in the last couple episodes of, uh, of Hog Story. I'm oh, yeah. sure you heard. Hog Story was on, uh, let's see, episode 142. Very Berry uh, was posted December 22nd. That was Tuesday. Um, I, yep, that I, was yesterday. I crapped out uh, halfway through the live stream. Oh, so I didn't even hear you. I, I went. Uh, you, you missed my. You missed my cold acid read. No, nah, it was my uh, bedtime. Aw. No, so I haven't got that yet. Uh, when the uh, episode dropped earlier, I queued it up, but I didn't listen to it yet. I gotta jump to halfway through and uh, and pick it up there. Yeah. Have you ever heard of a band called Mindless Self Indulgence? Oh yeah, MSI. Yeah, so I did a cold read of the lyrics to their song, Bitches. Bitches. Um, yeah. I can't think of it. I'm sure I've heard it before. <laughs> a friend of mine really liked them. I, I was never a big fan of the band, but a friend of mine they, liked them. They, There's a couple things that were good by them, but mo mostly it was it was kind of crap. <laughs> Where is that recording, actually? Oh, you're going to double play Hog Story, then. You no, no, make... screw it. I'm not. I'm not gonna actually play it. You'll have to listen to Hog Story. Yeah, Hog Story episode 142. Very uh, yeah. Barry. But I also left. A, I also left a voicemail on uh, on last Thursday's episode as well. And that's because I found that I found this one clip. I found this one clip, and I had to make use of it. It's called hentai, and it's art. Wrong. <laughs> No, not wrong at all. Oh, boy. Yeah, I heard that one. Uh, as soon as you said it, I, said, oh, yeah, I, remember that. I heard that on the the episode before. Just to close out podcasts, um, podcast talk, uh, Grumpy Old Ben's had their episode 121, I Want Bacon, that was on Monday. Um, it's been yeah. 261 days since the last episode of Maps with Matt. Uh, tonight, Nick the Rat has his snow alert is the topic of his show. And I listened to a different podcast uh, this week. I've been listening to him on the side a little bit, but Behind the Schemes, 
with uh, Boo Berry. And have you listened to that one at all? It was behind, no, I haven't. It's behind the scenes, but it's uh, the E's are threes. And this is another podcast with terrible SEO. I was trying to get a link for the show, and I can't even find their webpage. And I know that they have a brand new webpage, too. Uh, but it's impossible to find through a search engine. Well, I'll just have to nag him on IRC. Yeah, he's got to get some SEO in that shit because I can't, I was going to put a link and plug it, but he had a, and I was trying to get his name too. Uh, They had a guest on who sounds just like Alex Jones. uh, Oh, nice. Every once in a while, he he dips into this and you say, wait a minute, that could be Alex Jones. Uh, But he was a really- It's real! He's he's definitely not Alex Jones. His voice just sounds similar. but uh, a good guest on there. Fun conversation. So uh, listen to Behind the Schemes again. I, I think they had, uh, I think they're doing two episodes a week. And so they're up, um, it's like episode 26 or something. I couldn't find the number because I can't find the website. Damn, they're already past us. Yeah, I know. But that's because they, they, they do more than an episode a week. Yeah. So it goes. Yeah. I don't plan to, for us to do more than an episode a week. Yeah. Yeah, that would I would cut into my time for actually watching anime. Well, the thing, the thing that I would do is if we were going to do uh, a different, uh, another episode, uh, more content a week, we'd probably do a different kind of show <laughs> or a different topic. Yeah, there's some other topics that I like talking about. I need to bring more science stuff on the show, and um, you know, just usually the stuff I like is measurement history. Um, it's the uh, when you try and make a fundamental measurement of nature, how do you do that? You know, how, how is the experiment set up? That kind of thing, you know. Um, how do you standardize, like, the measurement of a voltmeter, uh, for example? If I, if I want to calibrate all these things, I want to make sure this lab over here measured, you know, some potential difference. It's, oh, that's two and a half volts. And then another lab goes over, they measure the same device, and they say, oh, that's three volts. You know, you can't have those kinds of... Uh, uh, those kinds of discrepancies. So, you know, what you need to do is have some sort of standard in the exactly how you standardize that kind of measurement. Like how do you define what one volt is? You know, that kind of stuff is fun. And then how do you practically make sure everyone can, can have calibrated volt meters and all that. It definitely sounds like something interesting, but it's not something I could talk to at all. Yeah. It's gotta be. I, I've actually considered, I've actually considered taking a page from uh, Darren O'Neill's book and doing my own sort of, canadian random thoughts where i'm <laughs> essentially ranting about canadian politics and Can and several thoughts? other things yeah yeah that can be fun i don't know that's for uh it, it, the problem is the problem is it takes effort yeah i do and doing this doesn't take nearly <laughs> as much effort as it would for me to do like a political rant cast every week especially when we don't put any effort in like today <laughs> You can yeah. tell, I'm like, wow, let me put everything, uh, what's the bare minimum for an ep- for an encounter? That's what you're getting, guys! <sighs> some screenshots, some, uh, some silly talk. Yeah. I was watching, one of these is a review from, uh, from Amazon I put under random shit, and that should be, uh, that was the Charger Ladies anime. I was looking for a Blu-ray version of that, and I found the the uh, Amazon reviews for it. it. Said five stars, great anime, but too much sexual stuff, not for kids. Sorry, that's sexual. That's sexual. not sexual. Yeah, it's sexual. 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 Yeah, sexual. <laughs> too much sexual stuff in this anime. The uh, Gerardo below says, "I like the series. is very funny, especially when using the bat," which is uh, I think a reference to one of the main characters hitting everyone with a baseball bat. <laughs> but this, uh, were you familiar with this? This was the Charging Ladies anime. Um, I think it was called Fight Ipatsu Juden-chan. Um, it was a one, sh- one core. The manga's been running for a while. I think it, it had a, uh, it's already wrapped up. This whole thing is, is over a decade old. Um, but it was like one late night anime season on, um, what is it, MTX? I always want to say ATX. I think it was, uh. I always get the channel name wrong. But, you know, uh, it, it was a true late-night anime. It was just completely... Uh, it was full of fan service. It was... The main thing... The The story was these two characters, Plug and... I think her name was Alesta. Uh, they, they monitor the world for people who are feeling down in the dumps. And when they see them, they get, like, an alert. And so what they have is... Now, they're invisible, and they fly around the city... 
and they go up behind people and they have a giant like IEC plug, like a AC power cord plug, and they plug it into the back of people <laughs> and uh, charge them up and then they feel better. And the, uh, it's, so it's a ridiculous kind of premise. It's a, uh, it's complete fan service anime. It was, uh, it was fun. I watched that shit when it <laughs> aired and I have an archive of it. That's the only version I could find, but I was trying to see if it turns out they did have a Blu-ray release, but according to the Amazon reviews, all the menus are messed up. And if you set the audio, uh, it's not authored properly as a Blu-ray disc. You know, the, oh, the menus wonderful. aren't programmed right. This, I don't know if I'm going to buy this crap. It's not It's not that good. But among some other, you know, nostalgic stuff, I put an episode or two of that on. Media Blasters have licensed the series in North America and released it on DVD in Japanese language with English subtitles June 25, 2013. Yeah. Media Blasters. Media Blasters, Wow. That's one of those old ones. Yeah, Juden Chan. Apparently, they're, they're still around, apparently. I can't think of anything they published. And yeah, it was ATX. I don't want to call it MTX. Yeah, what's Media Blasters do these days? Uh, more anime, uh, hentai, <laughs> obvious, based on what I'm seeing. Lady Does Butler. Uh, some live action stuff. It's not La things. Lady versus Death Butler. Is Stop. It? No, Lady does Butler. Oh, that's a different show. <laughs> uh, Death Stop Holocaust, which looks like some sort of horror racing movie. Late fee, unrated, and it looks like somebody's about to get stabbed to death in the face with a uh, jagged DVD. Yeah. So here, here's the description for Death Stop Holocaust. For two young women, an island paradise will turn into a nightmare of terror. This is Media Blasters? This is Media Blasters. I don't... Okay. This was... Re release date, 10-27-2020. Uh, this movie was created in 2009. Live action film directed by Justin Russell. <laughs> this kind of... This reminds me of... Um, you know when ADV uh, closed? You know ADV? Yeah. They, they dubbed uh, the old school VHSs. Uh, what was his name? Um, not, not Greenspan. Uh, the guy who ran the studio uh, went off, and that's what he started doing after they closed. He just started localizing, like, really, really sketchy horror movies that made it, that are almost porn. And just localizing them, and they'd sell the DVDs and uh, with English subtitles, and that's all he did after that. Oh, apparently that was Right Stuff Anime that's publishing uh, Desktop Holocaust, but there's still other like live action stuff here. A two disc double feature Shriek Pack, Flesh for the Beast, and Dead Riot. <laughs> Flesh for the Beast. Oh Lord. Flesh. Dead Riot stars horror icon Tony Todd from Clive Barker's Candyman as Shadow, <laughs> an executed Barker. and resurrected serial killer who invades a woman's prison with his insatiable zombie army. <laughs> oh, Shadow man. seeks the inmate known only as Solitaire, who somehow senses her impending doom and prepares for a supernatural martial art showdown of epic proportions. <laughs> okay. A unique fusion of Asian action, the walking dead, and women in prison antics. Love those women in prison antics. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Lord. Media blasters. There you go. Genre horror. These are, these are their February 2021 releases. Oh, well, so Media Blasters is still around. They're still doing something, at least. Yeah, well, they're definitely they're definitely still around. And one of the other things they're releasing in uh, in February is uh, two absolutely not for children adult anime stories that explicitly detail the innocent and er erotic explorations of two women, hmm. pure hearted girl, etc. Is what is called. Hmm. Hmm. I thought you were gonna go with Devil Man because <laughs> I saw Devil Man Special Edition on the the page. Some of no, those get I'm bad. not on the February 2021 releases page. Yeah. 
Oh, this is a January 2021. Uh, this one comes out ah. first. Pre-order for January. Oh, well. So if you want to watch that kind of stuff. Oh, Death Kappa. I believe I've I've seen clips of this before. All right. Uh, this, that's enough. That might be good <laughs> if they have a dub to get some clips from uh, from some of those. I bet, they're, uh, I bet they can get pretty wild. Yeah. Whew. Well, you want to wrap it up for today? We haven't even gotten close to done yet. All right, then bring all your topics. All right, so I'm going to skip on on the uh, on the Slime Trainer anime, other than to say that it w- it was an enjoyable watch. It's if if Isakai isn't your thing, don't bother with it. Though it's it's a nice it was a nice show, nice adaptation of the uh, of the original story, but. Uh, it's one that I'm probably going to forget in in a month or less. Mm. Meanwhile, Prisma Ilya, so the fight with Dark Saber is over after episode six, yeah. and and so Ilya apparently like just got scared t- into unconsciousness and then became like super powerful fighter, having turned into Archer. Yeah, that sounds a little weird. For yeah. Even for fate, <laughs> she turned into Archer. Yes. Well, well, there's cards, right? Like uh, CCS style cards of the different uh, of the different characters, and so she had the Archer card, and in that unconscious state, she used the card to become Archer and kick Dark Saber's ass. So this is a. Uh... Something you're currently enjoying, then? Uh, yeah, I'm. I'm still enjoying this. How many episodes? I'm still enjoying is it? this. How many episodes is Eleven. it? Eleven. So you're getting there. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm more than halfway through at this point. Jeez. Well, you know, there's a season two after that. Apparently, there's like three seasons. Yeah, there is the two way. Uh, I'm holding. Yeah. I'm holding out for the three way. There's there's Y and there's. Oh, I gotta look this up again. I think it was three. I know, Ray. Um, it was two Y and three Ray. I think was the. Yeah, if I recall correctly. Let's see. There is ten plus OVA TV series, so that would have been the original anime. Then there's two A, which is another ten plus OVA, and then two A hers, and then three Ray, mm-hmm. and then uh, OVA. Prisma Phantasm, and then a film coming out next year. Uh, it, <laughs> Fate Caled Liner Prisma Ilya Lick, the Nameless Girl. The Nameless so, Girl. I am falling down a rabbit hole here, aren't I? Yeah, yeah. This is like me with the Strike Witches, where I, I thought when I watched it the first time, this was a bad show. I went back and watched some of season one over the uh, the weekend too, and I said, actually this is a pretty good show season one still holds up the uh the original was gonzo and it, it's another one of these series where i started looking at the strike Witches, uh the library of all the different stuff they put out since that first first anime in i think 2008 and they have light novels and i'm starting to i'm looking through the the uh the list of materials that you say wait a minute this character like ursula the girl with the helmet gun she's a she's a cameo from one of the light novel series which runs parallel to the to the uh the main story and then they had a spin-off series which i remember i didn't i didn't watch it but i've gone back and watched some of it now which was uh the strike Witches, um uh the one about the uh this other completely different set of characters but they keep having cameos inside the in, inside road the berlin too so the uh the hole is deep and dark <laughs> there's just so many light novels and manga series and spin-offs and and uh apparently there's a movie that i've never seen before and i'm starting to to get into this thing a little more than I thought I was going to. And strike no, I'm just, I'm, yeah. yeah, it's funny. To how just go happened. back to Prisma Ilya, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna remind all our listeners that the reason I started watching this <clears throat> is because of John C. Dvorak replying to a post I made on No Agenda Social asking if I should watch it or not, and he said that I should and provide a written report afterwards uh-huh. for him. So I don't know whether to thank or bl- or like blame him and be like, "Why'd you make me watch this, John?" <laughs> that sounds like it's working out, though. Yeah, it's it's 
doing pretty good. I don't want to bother writing that report, though. I'm just going to say, listen to the podcast. <laughs> well, yeah. I don't think I had. I was going to hold off Hikarashi's... Uh, I want to hold off for another another episode. We'll see if how this arc ends before I make any commentary on it. It could be good, it could be bad. I don't know. I'm going to wait. Well, next up, end of next episode is like the halfway mark for the show, right? Because it's too core. Yep, they have uh, the titles for the episodes are already out, and it looks like it's the end of the current arc. They actually label right. them. It'll be like part one, I think it's part five, and then the next episode after that has a title, which is something else. So, so you definitely have to touch back on it then. Oh, yeah. that's all And I'm... then, uh, what else do I have on my list? Oh, yeah, um, have you heard of Gemini? I don't mean the I don't mean the the NASA program, the constellation. No, not the constellation either. Like the astrological. You have two personalities, and both of them are Gemini. So really, you're four. What's that from? <laughs> it's, it's a stupid video. That was from Marty Chang. Oh, <laughs> uh, what's he say? Uh, he's eating like a zucchini, and he has his, uh, you know. You're Leo the Lion. That means you hate Tony the Tiger. Make sure to believe in lucky numbers. You know, he does all these stupid horoscopes he did on his... Uh... <laughs> he was the same guy who did, Hi, I'm Marty Chang. Do you want to learn about computers? Me too. <laughs> these deadpan <laughs> videos. You ever oh, seen that? Oh, man. Guy? Yeah. No, I haven't. Uh, Sounds great, though. There's some classic stuff. This is... Uh, what was it? The, the Ministry of Unknown Science, I think, was the comedy group he was in. And they would put up these stupid videos that were like commercials, like fake commercials. So they had, um, like one was the main man, which was a uh, a toupee made from, hu- the, the only hair made from hands. And it was a guy would go and put his hand on your bald head to cover up the fact you're bald and he'd just follow you around. It's not my, that's not my real hair. That's my main man. <laughs> Weird. <laughs> Like just stupid early internet videos. It's not early internet, you know. They're videos. That, yeah, they're not that early, but it was pre YouTube, I think. Yeah, it so was like a, college humor era. Yeah, like when college humor was doing funny was things. Was good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And before college humor was never good. I thought they were okay at the beginning. Any, anyway, so Gemini is this uh, is this like thing where they're trying to come up with a middle ground between Gopher and HTTP. Okay. Like you remember Gopher? Well, I never used Gopher, but I'm aware of it. Okay. Well, yeah, Gopher was like super basic menu-based sort of thing and this is this is more like Markdown web. Mm-hmm. But still, very very basic sort of thing. Uh, there's no inline pictures. In fact, uh, pictures are generally just linked to, and a client may decide if a uh, if a link is to an image, then it may stick it in the page or give you a link to show it in the page. It's uh, it's pretty nice actually. And w- a lot what's... nicer than this than this abomination we know as today's Web 2.0. What's the the use case for this again? Of uh, this is for I'm gonna read my news on a, a Gemini uh, page. I, the a use Gemini case server. is more for the users than for publishers, because there's no there's no there's no JavaScript crap. There's no CSS. There's no ads. Anything like that. This kind of sounds like the newsreader. Uh, nice, simple, clean mostly plain text wasn't that what google reader was was supposed to be in those sorts of products where it would just hey we go out to the news site we get the text of the article or like freedom controller that no something that's similar like that that's no that's different because I mean, that's also that's also like just interpreting something through uh through another site we're talking we're talking like this is like protocol and uh and data format sort of thing right so is the the point that it, you're going to get all these sites to format their uh, their feeds in a way that you can read it with some Gemini reader? No, it's like it's like you browse the Gemini web. Like it's a you're not going you need like a different client because none of the web browsers have Gemini support. Right? They don't support the uh, they don't support the protocol or the format that it uses for documents. Okay. So no one's ever. I'm gonna, use I'm it. gonna throw this into the show notes because I think it's pretty interesting stuff. I'm a hard pitch, you know. It's uh, I'm gonna 
say, well, you know, it sounds like it's doing the same thing that other products already did. I think the I think the main thing for it is more is more like for people who want to return to like the text based life instead of like the this these huge browsers that like soak up multiple gigabytes just to show you like a basic page. Well, I'm looking at your link. Project Gemini. Let's see. Project Gemini. Yeah, it's, it's an like, application uh, level internet protocol. Distribution of arbitrary files. Yeah, it's light, lightweight hypertext uh, protocol and uh, document format meant for use with it. Yeah, well, we'll see. If it ever takes off, I'll take a look. It is, it's probably not going to take off outside of, like, uh, enthusiast communities. Yeah. Because because enthusiasts like me and the guy who came up with this are the only ones who want to, like, essentially return to Internet Monkey, right? <laughs> It'd be, uh, like, what do they call those? The uh, prim primitive anarchist uh, types? Yeah. It should be illegal to have technology. Oh, I wouldn't say illegal to have technology, but we shouldn't have to use technology we don't want. Oh, sure. And that includes these uh, includes these overweight browsers and all this JavaScript shit that uh, sites won't even work if you don't have enabled anymore. Oh, well, it doesn't bother me the way it seems to bother everyone else. Yeah, well, I'm a, I'm a grumpy old Ben. What do you expect? <laughs> Uh, you can't say that. I think that's trademarked. Oh, we'll oh, what, what do we got left? What's on the plate? Um, huh. Let me consult my notes. Uh, for all the anime and uh, light novel and manga and visual novel stuff, I'm I'm tapped out. All I've got left is like more just super geek stuff. Mm. I'm I'm gonna push that off. Anything else you want to bring up? No, I capped out. Um, we do have coming up next. We've got our sports team mashup. Uh, let's see. We've got the White Horse comments versus the Thunder Bay Crazy Llamas. You can stay tuned for that, and uh, I guess we'll come back to you next week for the next rare encounter. And until then, I've been Abel Kirby. I've been Cold Acid. <laughs>